is a real. You hear the little ice? Um, uh, this is a real Bloody Mary because I, I feel like the haters out there would say I just put you put you know Bloody Mary mix in a you know little glass with some ice and there's no vodka in there. I thought about that because I I was like yeah you know this is pretty early, but if it didn't have vodka in here you know it'd be a little bit darker. Like, it, you know, yeah. it wouldn't, it wouldn't, so this is a real bloody It's Mary. noon your time, so I feel like it's not too early. I was watching the mayo bowl, okay. um, and, uh, do you like mayo? We, we've I talked about mayo. this last year. First of all, I That's dumped right. it on the my mayo, head. Ma- I, I know, but like. I do like I, mayonnaise. I don't so, eat it that much, but I do like mayonnaise. So, okay, this is where I was before the pod started. I'm watching this, and there's this man sitting in the stands with a giant spoon. Were you yes. watching the game at all? Like, yes. And I'm, that's repulsive to me. Not like it's not him like doing something hilarious, but the mayo. So if, say I was announcing this game, and like Golik, and they did like the shenanigans in the booth year yeah, before last with year. the mayo, I I couldn't do it. In fact, I think it would be a controversy because I would try and like virally vomit. I you would, would and Dukes would not like that. I don't. Think. That's hilarious. I would be able to do it because I'm like gross when it comes to food. Like I, there's nothing that I don't like. Like I, there's maybe there's very few things that I won't eat. I I like the theme of it. I like the whole vibe of this bowl game. Yeah. I just don't like mayo. Wait a minute. We need to actually start with this. By the way, oh welcome boy. into No Punts Allowed with Paige and Kramer. We are. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> it's the holidays. Um, sorry for the delay on episode. We have had mass chaos. I've been sick. Lots yeah. of things going on. Um, yes. But the Cheese It Bowl. We need to talk about this. Yes. Cheese It came out and said, it's not cheese its It's either Cheez-It, if you're referring to one, or Cheez-It crackers. It's horseshit. It annoys me so much. I don't know why I was, like, it's irrationally horseshit. upset about this. I, why does what, it... Though? Why? This, this I call them Cheez-Its in general. I don't call it Cheez-It. I say Cheez-Its. So, whoever came up with this, though, brilliant marketing. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant marketing, because, like, the whole timeline... I had mm-hmm. thoughts on this thing. Like, people were enraged. I didn't see anyone, like, thank God. It's like GIF versus GIF, except, like, people will go on both sides. It oh, is God, what do you say? I say GIF. It's GIF. GIF is okay. a peanut butter. Whoo! thought we were going <laughs> to... That was... Bad things are going to get heated. That was going to go back yeah. to Christmas movies. Ooh. We were just yeah, yeah. Oh, bad. God. Oh, boy. But, so, but yeah, no, we, it we, is we, Cheez-Its. Um, it is Cheez-Its. And that's a, that's a pod stance. It is Cheez-Its, and we're boycotting Cheez-It crackers. Not to eat, but just in, to saying it like that. Okay, I have another Cheez-It question. Have yes. you had the well-done Cheez-Its? They're, like, extra. No. It's like they're, well, they're, like, baked a little bit longer. Uh-uh. They're almost they not good? burnt. I don't know. Do they have that, like, fake brown on them like they are, though? No, I think they're real brown. Like, I think they're actually well done. I don't know what the name, what they call it. Okay. But the kids are liking these. And I'm okay. I'm on the fence. I, I do like Cheez-Its, though. I bet you the person that came up with the Cheez-It versus Cheez-It cracker also came up with the commercial that's, I'm feeling the cheesiest coach. Because that is by far one of the catchiest commercials. And I don't get sick of it ever. Like, I've seen it a million times. And I love I, it. And I say it along with that commercial every time. So you know what? Cheese It Marketing, you're doing it right. And you're welcome. I said Cheese It. Cheese It. Yeah, it's... Um, it's Cheese It's. It's Cheese It's. By the way, shout out to Municipal and you wearing the gear today. I am sporting 
playoff team, Horn Frogs. You are Team Municipal. We are all I'm Team, team municipal. municipal today, and we're gonna hope. Hopefully, I get some different colors in this sweatshirt. I'm actually gonna text AJ after this because I like this one a lot. The crop. It's really nice. I know, it's know you're a big fan of the crop. Um, yeah, this this sweatshirt <laughs> is super nice. I they gave me a shirt by the way that I I almost just split split Bloody Mary all over my computer. <laughs> <laughs> that was such Don't a subtle. Don't make me laugh. I'm gonna cough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was such a subtle. Dig. It just happens so naturally uh, these yeah, days. Sorry. But we Maybe. will talk more bull stuff. But we should get into yes. Also, we should get into signing day things that happened that we've missed in this long break that we have taken. Um, Alabama has a number one recruiting class in the country. Are we shocked? Like, no. Water's wet. The sky is blue. Saban has been telling y'all. For two years, fuck around and find out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's not shocking to me, but it, it is interesting. And the timing for Alabama is really good because it does feel like, I don't know, Alabama's not bad by any means, but it feels like you've got two of their best players ever that are leaving right now. Yeah. You're going to need that roster to develop and step up. This certainly helps, right? So in this world of NIL... Just, you know, here's the other thing I was thinking on the page. Beyond Alabama being number one, so you've got NIL, you've got Transfer Portal. Is it really all that different than what it was? Not no, all. people need Does to stop Does it look that different? Like, what, what's changed? Are the you best as annoyed as I am schools? about people in our sport complaining? Like, that covered this sport for a living. Like. Oh, yes, that, that is annoying. You Do you cover this sport for free? No, you get paid to do it. So what is the issue with, like, it's like, oh, I'm not upset about kids getting paid. I'm just mad that people are buying players to go other places. How do you think that these dominant schools got good? Just because people were like, Where oh, you, you know been? what got good? Jeez, is that even English? I'm I'm getting, like, very <laughs> passionate about this. But, like, but- how do you think that these schools who were, like, some of the most historically relevant college football programs – Ended up being really good. You think that people just went there for the school spirit? They didn't go there to play school. I just don't understand. Cardell? Yeah. Why people are so upset and complaining? Like, I am so tired of the complaining. This is what the sport is now. It's changing. Change sucks sometimes. Cool. Yeah, is it out of control? Are, Are things happening that probably are annoying and obnoxious? Yeah, but again, like we talked about this on the last pod. It's not changing the, like play on the field and like the game is not changing they're not saying okay you have to go for two every single time and that's all we're gonna do we're not gonna play a full football game like come on realistically speaking it's it's mass chaos and yeah it's probably frustrating for a lot of coaches but you figure it out you adapt and you figure it out like that's uh, it's annoying here's complaining still let's do a game here's the top 10 recruiting classes for mm-hmm. 24-7 sports. It's not even a game. It's just going to be me reading teams. So this is the top 10 2023 rankings. Now, this is not done. There's still some good players to commit. But these classes yeah, are largely done with uh, signing day. Mm-hmm. Alabama, Georgia, Texas, Miami, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Notre Dame, Tennessee, Clemson. Okay? Now, mm-hmm. I would say the things that feel NIL-ish in this top 10 would be maybe Miami or mm-hmm. definitely Miami, maybe Oklahoma and maybe Texas. Although I don't know, Texas is on its way back. 
I feel like, like Oklahoma let's go would be to I wouldn't even say Miami because, I mean, you've got Mario Cristobal, who's actually a pretty good recruiter. So I don't, I mean, it obviously is a factor well, in all of these. Here is 20, what year is this? This is 2020. So going back three years. Okay. Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Ohio State, Texas A&M, Auburn, Texas, Florida, Michigan, and then you have Tennessee, Oklahoma right there. It's the same shit. It's literally the same thing. It's the same shit. It's just more open now. Like and, and so and Texas A&M I, I like I, they I, they have all the money in the world and clearly it hasn't worked out when you bring in a number 1 recruiting class and like and pay yeah. them. I think it will. They're, like, that's the part that people are forgetting is that, like, coaches still have to coach these guys. For sure. And yeah, people are like, you, oh, is this the end of Alabama? I'm like, you guys, I love that you want to play that game, but no. I, because, sure, they have the number one recruiting class, but you have to perform. And it's been proven that Nick Saban can do that. So guys are still going there. There was a – obviously, Jimbo had a great recruiting class, didn't perform well. So people understand that they were – it was bought and they weren't coached up. So, yeah, it's – Look at Miami. Alabama's not going anywhere. Look at Miami. I mean, Miami, like, definitely injecting that program with money. Mm -hmm. You hope that this is going to help turn it around. Yeah. Who knows if it is. But that's the way it is. Like, that's... that's, But also, like, Miami in its heyday, like, there was money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's always been money. It's just, it feels like an emphasis on it now. So I'm with you. I don't know, like... It's such a fun time of the year for the sport. I don't have the yes. bandwidth to be mad about shit right now. I'm See, I'm mad about it because I feel like people are taking away from how fun it can actually be. And I feel like we even said it on the pod last week that, like, the December 28th games were going to be the start of, like, real, real fun in yeah. bowl season. And sure enough, it has been absolutely oh excellent. But one more point I wanted to make about the NIL situation was that um, – Deion Sanders' son was named by Fox a Heisman favorite for next year. Oh. That's, Are you trying to trigger me? I just don't understand. Like, this is the downfall of... This is the part about NIL I don't like. Is that, like, the flashiness, the fact that you can buy stuff and players, that's giving them credibility to be a Heisman contender? No. Okay, I I got mad online the other night talking about this. Mm -hmm. Where would you have Sanders in the Pac-12, right? So you've got Caleb, for sure. Um, You've got DJ, for sure, in my opinion. I know DJ's not a finished product, but I'll take him. Yeah, Cam Rising. um, Yep. I think I had him sixth. Uh, Bo Nix, for sure, higher. Right. Right? I, I mean, no doubt. Ask, I was going to let even, you say that one. Bo, I wasn't but, even no, gonna... no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not even, like, I'm not even going to go down the Bo Nix hype train. Like, you're going to obviously rank yeah. Bo Nix higher because Oregon's going to be a much better team. So, I, it's one of, I think he's a good quarterback, Penix, by the way. And I think it's awesome for Colorado. Uh, oh, Penix, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's five like, right there. And that's, and that's before we... You know, Chip and that's Kelly's where we dive deep into the roster, the like that's and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's before we, that's Colorado like strictly quarterbacks really, and not even diving into other skill players. Like, so I'm, I was mad online about that, but I'm not. going to It's let frustrating. That. That's what's giving but it I, a bad I'm glad name you is. brought it up because it's ridiculous. 
it is ridiculous. And I think that's the one thing that I could say that's where it's like too far. But like to be complaining that like the sport is changing is really stupid. Just leave it at that. It's changing adapter. Die, go like watch something else. If you if you if you really do feel People that like, strongly oh, about it's it, it's turning into the NFL. Um, I don't know if you saw the numbers, but the NFL's Christmas Day numbers destroyed the NBA numbers. Destroyed. So you know what? If it's I turning did. into it the was NFL, five x, four x. Yeah. I just so, I don't you know understand. What? Like we, I love nostalgia. Okay, I think nostalgia when utilized right, it's still there. It's very potent, but like. It doesn't mean we have to hang on to how things were. Like, yes. It changes. The you world change. evolves. Saturdays are still pretty damn sacred. Um, I, I, I would like to rant about one thing related to this. And okay. it gets into the Liberty Bowl and the bowl games that we've been watching. Yes. Targeting. Okay. So what that Arkansas game was a – I ultimately bet Arkansas minus one and a half. And, buddy, I went through that. Like – Holy shit. Did I go Ooh. through that? So so it was a great ride and horrible. I felt terrible afterwards. Like I had to walk outside. I was so stressed. So in that game, it looks like Arkansas is going to win. Awesome football game. Most Kansas people turned that down. game off. Because yeah, it was a 25-point lead in yeah. the third or fourth quarter. Yep. And they call targeting. So it wasn't called targeting on the field. They reviewed it and called targeting. The play was strange. Ball carriers like falling backwards. Yeah. Defender comes in. His head, he's not, I don't know. He wasn't like, it wasn't like spearing, but his head is forward. I thought his head went to the side. It didn't yeah. feel like a targeting call to me. And then they called it targeting then in the review. And then yesterday, the SEC overruled it and said it wasn't targeting. And that he's not suspended for the first half. Of the, that That's the other fucked up thing about this. So the player, and I don't know who what it was, would have been suspended for the first half of the first game of the season next year. Okay. I am for player safety. I like. I am for player safety. I have written, I don't know how many words for Bleach Report over the years about targeting. Yeah. Yellow cards and red cards and how to handle it. It is getting to a broken point. No targeting, yes targeting, no targeting sandwich in a day is, what are we doing, Paige? Like, what, we we cannot go on like this. It cannot, yeah. it cannot go on like this at all. Yeah. No, it, it, it was also, it was like a deciding factor of the game. Like, that could have potentially had Arkansas lose, which luckily, liberty and justice for Arkansas. Um, but oh, it was. Oh, wow. Nice. Thank you. I've been working on that since the day of the game. So, uh, but um, it it honestly what an exciting game. Besides that, um, the comeback from oh my Kansas, God. wonderful game, um, excellent. But we we do have to talk about. Also, very happy for Sam Pittman. We do have to talk about the fact that you said that Oregon would beat UNC by thirteen points, and I told you no, they wouldn't. And by the way, doink of the bowl season. Was winning by a, a point doink. on a doink what in. What a great doink! Ooh, that was that was. Ooh, I was. That was a great doink. Stressful. Yeah, but. I will say if you're if you're an Arizona, you know what's weird, Paige? If you're an Arizona State fan, you got to feel really good because Oregon, without their offensive coordinator, looked very broken, and there was a lot of like I think Arizona State may have gotten a really good play caller. 
Yeah. And that was like my first thought is like, oh boy, got to reevaluate my um, organ stock a little bit. So yes, I did lose. Um, you did lose. I lost. I mean, that game, Oregon was never going to cover that game, by the way, ever. No. So we do need to figure out a punishment. And I believe we should do it in person at the national yeah, championship. at the national championship. I think because we've had this one on there for a while, I think it's going to be a TikTok for you. So oh boy. Um, definitely. All right, going. I'll, get my, I'll start stretching. Yeah, get, start I, stretching. I will get ready. That was a, that was a bad bet. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to make. hammies loose. Yeah, I'm going to have you do a TikTok dance, I think. And then oh I'm also going to force you to make TikToks while we're in L.A. anyway. So, um, But yeah, I was yeah. I, that game was actually pretty good. Drake May, by the way, with a bomb at the end of it. Like, I thought Hail Mary could have happened. God damn. I, uh, I get why teams would offer him $5 million. Which they said was false, awesome. but like, I mean, yeah. false. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure people. Do, I would not turn this out. Could you imagine is, him at like Alabama? Oh, oh my god! I mean, but here's the thing: I don't know that I would be big enough. I'm 30 years old. I don't think I'd be strong enough to be like, no, I'm not going to take the five million. Well, it depends on the team. Like, if this was five million dollars from like Northeastern, oh, I'm Canada sure. West, by the I way, wouldn't North go. Carolina, North Carolina has stepped up. I mean, also, North he ain't Carolina, doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah, but also North Carolina is amazing. I've I don't know if you've ever been to that campus, but it is. Yeah, it's nice. It's beautiful and ten out of ten would recommend. Also, the best BLT I ever had was was there in Chapel Hill. Really? Mm-hmm. Good BLT is uh Yeah, is there's like I it's funny, I have there the best sandwich I ever had was in Boston. It's at a place called Parish. Um, legitimately the best sandwich I've had in my entire life. Shout out to my coworker, Lucky, who told me about it. And then the second best sandwich I've ever had is from that place in Chapel Hill. It was a BLT. It was so good. I do have another, um, bowl observation, which was seeing Luke Fickle on the sidelines for Wisconsin was really, really fucking weird. Yeah. And not bad. Yes. Like, I just like he looked I don't think he was actually coaching, but he certainly looked like he was coaching. And like even the halftime interview, he's like, yeah, yeah, just uh, going to play hard here. Um, but we've seen this before, like Sonny Dykes, I guess, did it. Um, but it was so strange, just like flip of a switch, put on a new cap. The colors yeah. are kind of similar. He looks pretty much the same. Yeah. And uh, but I think it's smart. Like the more I thought about this, like, yeah, it's going to be awkward and weird, but it's going to make yeah. things moving forward so much less awkward and weird. For um, him. And you're going to get so much out of that experience. Speaking of this, I saw that people were commenting on players who have decided to transfer playing in their bowl games for the teams that they um, are playing played for this year. Um, I think it was. Um, the the quarterback Recall. from what? Yes, thank you. Coastal. Um Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, why wouldn't those guys play for their team and finish out the year? Like I, I understand just, if you're the other school and maybe you don't want them to get hurt or something like that. But again, like it's football. Everybody gets hurt. Like th- that happens. You know what I mean? So I I genuinely think that like I have no issue with coaches going to coach 
new teams or coaching their old team until the end of the year. I have no issue with, usually the coaches don't stay, but I have no issue with players staying and playing final games with their, you know, people that they've played with for years, you know, and finishing out their commitment. I have no issue with that, but I thought it was just so weird that like someone on the internet like died on that hill of like, I can't believe they're playing in their bowl. I'm like, what? Now we're just making stuff up. Nick Saban talked about this this morning. Yeah, Nick Saban talked about it, and he said he invited all the players that were transferring to play. I don't believe they did, but he wanted them to play. And it wasn't mm-hmm. weird. He was just like, yeah, we, we put it out there, and we just didn't get – I just – like, it's an awkward time for everybody. Yeah. Just let people handle it how they want to handle it. By the way, that I'm, McCall is going to be really interesting to see where he goes because he's good. He's really yeah. good. It was a shame I'm he got hurt curious, in that game. I'm kind of curious if we get like a – like an off season type, not in the summer, but like like a dead period of like two weeks or three weeks for maybe players and coaches to like not have to like they can't leave their team or whatever. You can't make the move until after. I'm curious if they make that rule of like if you're transferring, you have to wait until this date to join the team because of that. I believe there is a cutoff. I think they're well. I think no, I mean like I mean like, like for a, example, you said Saban said that they could come play in their bowl game. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're so you're, you're I'm saying, saying like, like maybe there's like a cutoff of like you can't leave, but then they can't do that to the kids because they can't. They're not going to do that to coaches. So I guess not. But I was just spitballing there. This sport yeah. is so going to change. De- your deadlines what, would. It's just. I weird. see what you're saying though. The deadlines would basically make that mind your mind up for you on those. Yeah. Like, you could put in those deadlines like that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I think a lot's going to change timeline-wise over the next couple of years. Yeah. Without question. Well, obviously, we're going to have a really busy December. That actually does change things, too, because the playoffs are going to be expanded. So we're going to have, like, kids, more kids playing for kids. More young men playing for kids, 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 um, playing for playoff teams. And in playoff um, games. Do we do we wow, want to so talk upset. about Lane Kiffin? Yes. Oh my god. What are you doing? Stop going for it. Stop going for it on fourth. Stop it. Right now. He went for it for a first down on like his own ten. And he got it, right? But like what the fuck? I just I'm just like curious what his mindset was going into this game. Maybe it was like um, didn't he sign an extension with, with Ole Miss? Yeah. After the Auburn stuff. And maybe yep. it was just like a effort. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I don't know, but I, uh, it was odd. Well, it, this was not a, I know Lane got paid. This was not a great close to the year by Lane. I'm trying to pull up their schedule right now. No. Um, it was bad. So let's see what Lane did. They finished eight and five. He lost four out of the last five games. Their only win was a three-point win over Texas A&M. They lost to LSU by a lot. They lost to Alabama by a little. Arkansas by a lot. Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. And then, I'm sorry, they lost five of their last six games, including Texas Tech. And that game was never close. No. I really like Lane, but boy, oh boy, I, I, I think he's 
I think he negotiated himself a good a good deal here yeah. at the right time. <laughs> because timing. hopefully the check is clear and cashed yeah. because it's going to be tough for them still. Honestly, it's going to be tough. They have some really good young players still. It's hard playing in that league. I, I wonder what their schedule looks like next, next year. year. Let's pull that up just for shits. Why not? Just for shits and gigs. But I, I, yeah, it was weird. It like, you're right. It felt like he just did not care. Yeah, it was so weird. They play Mercer. They Ooh. play at Tulane. That's a fun game. That's actually really Georgia Tech. Here we go. Here's a stretch. That's not great. At Alabama, LSU, Arkansas. I'm sure Arkansas schedule is as normal. Horrible. At Auburn, Vanderbilt, A&M, at Georgia, ULM, at Mississippi State. That's not. That's not that fun. It's no. not horrible, but it's not that fun. I, I, I don't know what was going on with Lane, but it wasn't good. No, it was not pretty. So it's fine. Um. Okay. Do we want to now? Any other bull thoughts? Um, fucking, I got one. I'm pissed off. The, Minnesota bet them and didn't cover. It was a fucking bullshit. They fumbled. Did you see that? And there's 12 men on the field. Oh, so yikes. I, <laughs> I had to take an Uber yesterday amid my madness of going around. I was, at, I was without a car and I get in the, in the Uber. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had just seen Minnesota lose on my phone. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm pissed off. And there's, it's like this super old Italian guy. And he's like, yeah, hey, come on in. And I see he, he answers a phone call on speaker, which was odd. And it's another super old Italian guy calling me. He goes, Freddie, did you see that fucking Minnesota score? He goes, God damn them. And we're all three ended up talking about the Minnesota game in a random Uber. I love um, that his name was Freddie. Freddie. This sounds like the, the Home Alone thing. You got oh, two oh, minutes. You're oh, ugly, no, it was, yellow. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was. It was like property. classic. It was like, snakes. I, and I'm like. Was your, was your Uber drive name Snakes? <laughs> snakes? I don't know. No, Snakes. Um, it was hilarious, though, because everybody was just on tilt. Me, my Uber driver, and this random guy calling him. So That's I amazing. was pissed off about that. But I do love bull season. All right. I will so say shout are, out the, yeah. the bad boy mowers, uh, DJ. Oh, my God. There are not enough bowl games. Um, all right. So we are filming this late this week. Yes. But So we're going to leave alone um, the Friday games. We're going to go right into Saturday. We will leave and then do Monday. And then we'll end with the playoffs. Mm. So this is a fun one to start with. Sugar Bowl. Alabama versus Kansas State. I now, don't know the I have line. To pull up, you I don't, don't know, know the line. Lines. I'm, so I I'm would, pulling up the updated I would odds. guess that Alabama is favored. Um, they are. Is Alabama favored by more than a touchdown? Um, it wasn't. Let me pull it up. Um, it's a tough question to answer now. Because it, it is, is seven. It is seven. Six. Yes. Seven. It's seven. Okay. No, it's right on. It's right on the nose. So, so seven. This line's been really interesting. It was two and a half. Because everyone thought that Bryce and Will Anderson yeah. um, were going to play. And then it went to six and a half, and now it's seven. Now, I have a question about this game. Mm-hmm. Are, are, like, are Bryce and Will going to like play, play the whole game? Or are they going to like um, preseason football this thing? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know either. I would think that it, Bryce would play until they were up by a decent amount. I, um... 
before we came on today, I was watching the mail bowl. Maryland, Talia did not start. And the backup did. And then he came in on the second drive, which is just strange. Like, yeah. he's thinking about going to the NFL. So I'm wondering in this game, I, I like Kansas State in this game. I do. I think Kansas State's actually pretty good. Beyond questioning Alabama's motivation, I think, um, I don't know how good Alabama is. I mean, Texas did good. Look good. Mo- I think it's mainly their motivation. But I, but I think they've all been so, like, our guys are coming to play, rah, rah, we care about this. Although I did think it was funny that Nick was like, um, Nick, he's my friend, so I can call him that. Um, yeah. Was like, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, Nikki. Uh, I got Nikki Saban. Uh, yeah. He, I wonder if anyone's ever called him Nikki in his life. Now I want to know. I'll ask oh, question sure. later. Um, But I love that he said that he was like, less uh, lights around us this time around because they're like not in the playoff. Oh, so yeah. it's like less people care. But I'm, I, I think that Alabama is going to prove a point that they, like, still care about this game, if that makes sense. So I think we'll see, like, a, a determined Alabama team, to be honest. So you like Alabama minus seven? No. I I would think it's going to be close just because Kansas State is good. I, I actually agree with you that Alabama wins. Kansas State keeps it close. Yep. All right, so Kansas State wow, look plus, at us. plus seven. All right, I'm so glad. It is so funny that we get to talk about this next game which is the Transperfect Music City Bowl featuring the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Kentucky Wildcats. I just, I fucking, such a terrible football game. It's so bad. And they played last year. What's the total on this game? 31. 31. <laughs> All right. So, and and here's some background. Both starting quarterbacks are out. I think Iowa's starting a freshman Kentucky Levis isn't playing. Playing. Uh, Kentucky is down wide receivers. So is Iowa. Not that that matters. Um, yeah, as long as your defense is good, you can win, I guess. So the total is thirty-one. Do you know what this line is? Mm, is Kentucky favored? No. What? And I say that unironically. Is it Iowa minus three? Two and a half. Hmm. I look, man. I just I don't, don't like betting against the Stoops um, in a bowl game because I feel like they win games they're not supposed to. I feel like if you take the under here, you're going to feel good about life. Thirty-one points. I mean, it's I know be... that's a fucking cartoonishly low o- over under. Yeah, I, I don't care. The I I think the unders What's... are play here. What? What's Iowa's record on the under this year? Because they're 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 usually their total is pretty low in general. It's it's nice you're saying that nicer than you could be saying it, and I appreciate that. <laughs> they're just... they're efficient with their points. Hey, too bad you work. can't use your new quarterback. I know, and then we'd score twelve points. Okay, yeah. so the under. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. So eight and four, Iowa was with unders this year. And they were like mostly in the 30s, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Iowa didn't. Wow. Okay. Well, history. This is interesting, by the way. Kentucky, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Last eight games. Wow. Kentucky's hit unders in 11 of 12 games this year. All right. We could take the under. 
Let's roll under. Let's this roll is, under. I love that you have Alabama blank playoff game, playoff game. Alabama, Iowa, playoff, playoff. Like this is if you're going to a gourmet restaurant and you like get a really nice, like a really nice French onion soup. And then they served you like a fucking Tootsie Roll. And then you had steak. And then you had some sort of delicious dessert. That is what the bowl lineup is tomorrow. That is. like. So are we going to uh, skip playoff games and go to the yes, January we'll, we'll games? Yes, we'll do playoff games at, at the, the end. end. Jan 2nd. Okay. So this is, it's kind of a weird day. So we got first one, the ReliaQuest Bowl, Mississippi State versus Illinois. And obviously it's just weird to even think about. But yeah. That is our game. Where's the line? Oh, shit. That's right. You can't. DraftKings. The fact that Illinois lines aren't up because it's a college. What a oh, do you want me to look? No, I got it. There we go. All right. I am there. So what do you think this line is? Hmm. It's tight. It, it is tight. Is Illinois favored by two and a half? It's Mississippi State minus one and a half. Now, I think that flipped with some opt-outs on Illinois' side. Um, So, I don't don't know, man. I don't know how. First off, shout out to Mike Leach. Um, I did a video. I told you this earlier for BR betting on this game. And I just, I bet the over because shout out to Mike Leach. I am just curious to see what the, you've seen coaches throughout the bowl season with their tributes to Mike Leach. Dana Holgerson, others wearing like this yeah, sword, which state. or state shirts, yeah. which is cool. Um, it's gonna be an odd, odd one. Over here, I don't want to go too game heavy. Like here, no. it's like what's the total? It's forty six. Pretty low for Illinois, though. I mean, they're not very good. Yeah, it's Mike Leach, though. Gotta go over. Okay, fine. We'll do it for Leach. That's that's all the breakdown this game gets. Um, okay. Goodyear Cotton Bowl. All these names are very easy, by the way, to pronounce today. No, because they've been the sponsors for years. Thank God. Tulane versus USC at Jerry's World. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, is the line... USC minus six and a half. It's minus two. So does that not say that Caleb Williams is not going to play? He like, said he was. I, I know, but we, ha- we haven't heard anything. Yeah, I guess you. Um, They've made it. I'll say that you're you're right, though. They made it sound like that he wants to play. Um, this is from so maybe three he days plays ago. like the first drive or two. Um, I don't think here's the, the other thing though. This game. I kind of like Tulane. I I know. I knew you were going to say that. I know. I'm trying to find Caleb Williams, despite being less than 100 percent healthy with his hamstring, has stated that he wants to play. He isn't content to opt out. Who's their backup? I I have no idea. Hold on. I should know this as like someone who covers the game. But like well, I mean I don't. According to USCJepchart.com. No, let's see, what is it? 
Um, Watch it be somewhere like, oh, duh. Oh, it probably is. But where? Uh, Miller Moss. Redshirt freshman. I, think I was like, was I was just going to say, I feel like he's a freshman. Um... If we want to, if we want to go our separate ways on this, that's fine. I just, it, I think Tulane is good. That's where I. Let's like, be, regardless, like after watching USC miss eight thousand fucking tackles. Yeah, they're I'm the like, highest ranked group of five team, right? Yes, Tulane. Because that's it's actually this, this actually a supremely fun football game because yeah. it it is a you know the, what the two I'll... the two points tells me Caleb Williams is not playing. I'm sorry. It had to have been higher. Than yeah, him. I mean, I don't think he should play. To be honest with you, but no. um, I'll I'll roll with I'll roll with Tulane with you. We gotta stick together. Let's stick together. It's not okay. thirteen points against UNC. No, no, I, that cost me. Um, okay, cheese its citrus bowl like that. <laughs> the no? citrus okay. bowl. LSU versus Purdue. What a what an odd football game and did you see with uh uh what's his name the lsu wide receiver yeah opt in opt out um college football man it's a, it is wild right now so the cheese it citrus citrus bowl what do you think the line is holy shit that's a big number yeah i was I gonna didn't... say is lsu favored by like 14 14 and a half well done Total is 56. Um, I'll take Purdue. I could get down with Purdue. I also kind of like the over. What's the total again? 56. I, uh, I We could ride with you Purdue, know, you, you know I do overs, but let's do, do yeah, overs. Do overs. Um, well done. Boom, boom. Shh. A lot of bad dad jokes on this episode. Um, Yeah, let's, let's roll usually... with Purdue plus 14 and a half. Um... <laughs> Real quick, how yes. you know what I hate about bowl season? I've mentioned this before. The how is your conference doing narrative? Like, oh yeah, SEC yeah. sucks. Big Twelve sucks. Which Pac Twelve the best? The the SEC kidding. does kind of suck. The the Pac Twelve. The only thing I am reading consistently, like how much fun is the Pac Twelve going to be next year? Which it absolutely will be. But it is funny to like just just the SEC sucks narrative is just exhausting. Did you um, see that the Pac-12 commissioner said that they would sell information to help with gambling? That's smart. Well, I know he's a company guy. Um, yeah. But, it's, like, it's, what do you mean by that? So, it's like you partner with a data company. Okay. You, you, well, so, here's how I would understand it. And, and the one thing that drives me crazy that college football needs, this is like a ranch show. We have these like once a month. No, but I, like, this is good, I think, for us to understand. So, We're all learning so together. We learned college, about gales before, which, by the way, I had a notification on my car that said there were gale winds, and I was like, "What? I'd never heard that before." <laughs> of all the episodes we've done, the gale, the gale part seems to be impacting listeners the most. Yeah. So, I've been bit by this a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Injury transparency in college football is not very good. Um, there yeah. were multiple games this year where like all of a sudden you're go to bet and like KJ Jefferson is out. It's like, what, what do you mean? He's out. Yeah. Like, um, so like the NFL has done a really good job of this, like legitimizing it, like injury reports and other things. So I think statistical data, gambling data, like statistical data that you could 
infer to like make decisions and also injury like injuries a PFF in general situation needs to yes that needs okay. to be better because it was bad this year and these coaches are like well we'll see where he plays like you can't do this shit anymore like there's too much money being bounced around now where it's like you know lincoln riley yeah. or whomever being coy about this like enough is well, enough well i think too like haven't there been a lot of like sports books that have like given money back if like somebody gets seriously injured or is out and it's told late yeah yeah, the gambling is, that's a tricky gambling that's Twitter a tricky game to does play. Not, they don't love this because like it happened with like Devin Booker, I know, when he got hurt. And they were like, mm-hmm. any in-game Devin Booker part like so it's doing it a lot, which is a little bit of a slip I'm with you. It's like a slippery slope, right? Like when do it's you super it's slippery. all this it for these sports books. It's good marketing. It's a good marketing ploy. Like here here's some yeah. money back. Um But then like if you look at the mentions and like, I don't know, a player gets hurt. Um, and they don't refund it. People get pissed off. So it's, it's weird. Sorry. Not to tangent it. Let's talk Rose No, no, no. I was just curious about like what that even meant. I think, and I haven't read about it, but I think it's smart. And he comes from, I think he came from MGM, right? So he comes from like a casino operation standpoint. I think they're, I hope they can do this to like educate. But like, how do you do that when like a lot of your schools are in a state that doesn't allow gambling? Well, even still, you can compile the data and the the interest is so national that even though your yeah. states don't have it, all you're doing is distributing statistics. Stupid state. I'm sorry. Just ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be out the national championship. I mean, okay, I yeah, I'd make your bets before. But I, well, that won't be a problem. But yes. Um, okay, Rose Bowl. One of the best like one of my favorite watching experiences. This is going to sound like a dumb question, by the way, is the national championship at the Rose bowl or is that so? No, it's at SoFi. Kind of wish it was at the Rose bowl. I mean, I'm excited to go to SoFi. It looks sick. Me too. It looks sick. Wish it was at the Rose bowl. So in any event, Rose bowl, I always joke that I won't go to the Rose bowl until Arizona makes a Rose bowl. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Hey, you're closer than you were a year ago. You're closer. You're closer than you were. That's not gonna I, happen. Uh, I'm gonna go before. I'm sure, but no. Um, all right. So uh, Utah, Penn State, short line. Uh, Utah is probably favored by three. Two. Total is fifty-two and a half. Opt-outs, kind of a big deal in this. Kincaid for Utah, the tight end who's really good, is out. Good. Tavian Thomas, so is out. good. Um. And Penn State is Joey Porter Jr., who's also really good at corner, is out. I kind of like Penn State. I feel like we haven't talked about them all year. It's funny. I think about them. I laugh because when you and I did the playoff show, we like didn't talk about them at all, except we talk about how we're not talking about them. Yeah. Um, but I don't know on this game. I could be I could be talked into it either way if you have a strong opinion. Um, I have to go with Penn State, and here's why. My stepdad turned 60. On January 2nd. He has been a Penn State fan for his whole life. Wow. So I feel like the juju is in the favor of Penn State to win on his 60th birthday. So on his 60th birthday, they're playing in a Rose Bowl. Yes. I you They they cannot lose. Yes, they can't lose. The so. Chi Gods are with us. I like yes. that a lot. I so like that I think that's what now. we're going to roll with. 
This is how um, I gamble. I love sometimes I'll be like, okay, how many um survived what are they what's their what's their record against the what's the record for their unders? And then I'm like, you know what? No reason, rhyme or reason, just positive birthday vibes. Vibes are good. Um Magic. Okay, so let's talk playoffs. Which one do you want to start with? Mm. Let's start TCU Michigan. Yes. Do you know the spread in this game? No. Okay. Michigan by seven and a half. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. Over under is 58. The line has been up to eight. Seven and a half, eight, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um. So... I don't know. Where where do you want to start? First off, where do you stand on this betting-wise? We can break it down a little bit. I kind of like TCU in the sense that, like, I do think they can keep this close. So, I, I, here's my, I'm battling back and forth on this game. The comparison I use, though, when Michigan played Georgia last year, mm-hmm. it was clear within, like, the first, I don't know, Eight minutes that Michigan was not of the same caliber as athlete mm-hmm. as Georgia. And I just wonder if that's going to happen in this game to TCU. Now, TCU has some of those dudes. And they have one at quarterback in Duggan, who's yeah. like, could make this game. And they have them at wide receiver, where they're exceptional. But I also wonder, like, I did some math. The average recruiting classes for Michigan over the last four years, it's like the average of like, 10th in the country for TCU. It's like 40th that may not translate to a lot of people, but the Mm -hmm. difference in player is sizable across the roster. Mm -hmm. And the part I'd worry about for TCU is probably the, the offensive line holding up. Like that's like not to get two X's and O's, but that's, that's where I struggle with this game. But Duggan is so fucking good that he could do his thing and make some magic. Yeah. It's a struggle there. Um, Especially against Michigan who like, they're not known for like holding big leads unless it's against your rival. You know what I mean? So for sure. I, so I feel like they could hang around. Um, but I I mean, like to your point, like I remember going to a Stanford game and being on the field at a Stanford Cal game and then going to the national championship and seeing Clemson and LSU players. And I was like, Oh my God, the difference in like physical, I, it was just ridiculous. Like, it was very, very noticeable just by looking at them on the field. So, I understand that point. But I do think that seven and a half is a lot of points for Michigan, I feel like. I feel like Michigan ultimately wins. But I, gonna, I but I think TCU can cover. I'm going to see what this line does before the game. The other really interesting thing about this, Donovan, uh, Donovan Edwards for Michigan, the running back. Like, when Corum went out, it felt like doom. He has actually been better and more mm-hmm. explosive than Corum, which is kind of insane. Yeah. And it's only over a two-game sample size. But it, I, I, the other part of this is J.J. McCarthy. The first half against Ohio State, he looked bad and then yeah. turned it on. So I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, really I interested to see thing, what that does. I think the big thing is going to be the, the TCU defense because the, yeah. the TCU offense is going to get theirs. But if you can hold Michigan – offensively then it'll be a game 
Um, all right, we don't have to agree on this one. I I kind of like Michigan. Okay, I'll take. TCU. I like Michigan. You like TCU? Yeah, to for cover, playoff yes. games. Yes. All right, Ohio State versus Georgia. I hate this game so much. Already, I love it. I'm excited to watch it, but like I I it may I like betting on this makes me so nervous. I realized I'm going to be writing probably as the new year turns. It's just thinking about that this morning. <laughs> Whatever, man. I would probably seems appropriate and fitting. Um, um what, do you, what do you think the line is? What do you think the line uh, is? The line is going to be Georgia by I think is it minus 7? Is minus that big? 6. Okay. I knew minus it was going to be bigger than than 3. 62 and a half. Um I like Ohio State a lot. I do too, and I don't I'm, want to because here's the thing: I feel like this year we've there, here's another rant. I feel like this year we've like done too much, and we've been like overthinking the fact that like Georgia's good. Like we were really high on Tennessee. We wanted Alabama. We were waiting and waiting and waiting for Alabama to turn it back on because we weren't going to go against it. And now I feel like we're in a situation where. With Ohio State, like they looked bad against Michigan, so bad. But then again, the reason I can get behind them is because, like, they've got nothing to lose. I agree. I I think that Georgia gave up 500 yards of passing in the SEC championship game. Mm -hmm. Now they were up the whole time, so it's a little bit of a jaded stat. But the area of Georgia's weakness, they have a good quarterback and uh, cornerback in Ringo, is like a secondary. And this is an Ohio State team. Like, really, it boils down to this. If they can protect Stroud and keep him upright, I think Ohio State's going to win. It, it, I hate mm-hmm. to simplify that much, but I really think that that is crucial. Um, I, I think people are going to overreact to a really bad half of football against Michigan. And part of that really bad half was a stupid-ass coaching decision by Ryan Day where he fucked it up and didn't go for it, and he punted. And then you had, like, two huge broken runs that made it really lopsided. So sometimes we look at those things in, like, a vacuum, and we just say, oh, Ohio State sucks. Now, I also have some future bets on Ohio State, so I am inherently biased on this. But Um, I I like Ohio State. I still think talent-wise, like, I think Georgia's offensive line is going to be, like, they give Stetson so much time to do his thing. So that yeah, makes yeah. me a little nervous. And I just don't know that Ohio state can compete with that, but. I, That's another I really want, good point. I want, like, I, I want to pick Ohio state really badly, but it makes me nervous about the fact that like, I don't know that Ohio state's defense can stop, can get through to Stetson. Like if you put pressure on how, him, he's going to throw it into windows where it's going to get intercepted. Because he makes some risky – it's funny to watch oh, because, like, what? I love what? this. The Stetson. You're, you're, you're Stetson. I like this. I'm in. Go. Well, it's just, like, funny got- because if you watch, like, the throws he makes when he's under pressure. Yeah. Like, he's lucky sometimes that those don't get picked off. And, like, if you're – I don't know. I just – Oh gosh, I think I think we have to go with Ohio State. I think Ohio State's going to win this game. I, I 
Can I think you, I just think about the, hold on just a second. So before, who would you say, I don't, I'm not trying to like start like a controversy yeah. here, but I just want to ask you this. If you had to pick the most annoying fan base in college football, in terms of like just obnoxiousness, no one can Probably get offended. Ohio State. Okay. You would say Ohio State. So I, a couple years ago, I yeah. would have said Ohio State too. Now I'm very much on the Georgia fans are the most obnoxious fans in college football. Well, the barking at you, like at the national championship, I think put you over the edge last year. The barking. Yes, it did. I already had, a, I already didn't care for them in general. The barking at me for no reason. Very strange. Um, also the fact that you won one in 40 years and then think that you're better than Bama and a dynasty. So I, I digress though. Um, I feel like if we get Ohio State beats Georgia, goes to the national championship, beats Michigan, Ohio State fans are going to be unbearable for years to come. <laughs> oh, yeah. Years oh, to yeah. come. And like part of me is well, okay with but it because the, you know the, the storyline of all of that is great because it'd be like a couple, like what was it, at the end of November – Everyone was calling for Ryan Day's job, essentially. Not everyone. A lot of people were overreacting and being like, is Ryan Day really it here? Is Ryan Day really it? Um, I, Not that he is the godfather of all things opinions, but did you see Urban Meyer's opinion on Ryan Day? He's like, he's won 45 games, lost five. Like, are we serious about this? Like, Yeah. And and so my, my beef with Ohio State fans is like, there is this entitlement for a sector of the fan base that it does not feel like it's been earned at mm-hmm. all. Like if you're Alabama, it's been earned. You could be entitled. Yes. If you're Georgia at this point, you've made a couple of natties. Mm-hmm. You've cracked the playoff yeah, a few times. Fair. Yeah. You could be a little entitled. You just won one. Like Yeah. You, Ohio but, State. But, like Ohio State, like I do not get it. This is your time to earn it. Like you And so Actually, really it is like a Ryan great Day. matchup in that regard. I do too. I, I think he's, I, I think that's a horrible, like, I can't think of a worse position. He had an interesting comment too. Even like they signed a quarterback from like Wyoming or something, um, Montana. And like, he made a comment, like not every quarterback wants to play here because the pressure and everything, the expectations are insane. And it, yeah. I don't know, it rubbed people kind of the wrong way. I actually think that's getting kind of, appropriate for the coach and the player like cj stroud had an amazing two years mm-hmm. and i think to a lot of people maybe he's well you can't say he's a disappointment yet you no, didn't they said he's had a down year but it's like he had what like three less like touchdowns this 40 year touchdowns like, and five intercepts like yeah it's it's nuts so if they lose I, first and foremost ohio state michigan would we would be one of the oddest weirdest national championships in the history of sports period it would be just so strange yeah like where else are you gonna Beautiful. get that oh it is I, I really want it i really want it like for that hate to flow through los angeles like it's just strange like a whole thing just sounds odd so and it would be very selfishly for you and i it's good for business so let's oh, be real business. here it would be very good for business so i'm i'm excited i'm very excited for both of these games. I I think Ohio State's going to win. Okay, so we're going with Ohio State. Wow. You're going against your team from last year. You did win your future bet last year, which was Georgia. So maybe uh, yeah. they need to roll with that. 
I, I, and then I don't, oh, let's do an update. One more thing before we skip on to this, the updated point spreads for, and you don't have to guess these. We went through them, but I, I like looking at them. So updated national championship point spreads. These are going to change by the way, if they have injuries, but Georgia minus seven and a half over Michigan. That feels big. That feels, that feels large. Georgia minus 15 and a half over TCU. Michigan, uh, Ohio State minus three versus Michigan. And Ohio State minus 10 and a half versus TCU. So those are the potential championship point spreads. I love it. Yes, Ohio State, Ohio State, I know. It's going to blow people's mind too. It's the same thing. Like people are going to look at a half a football and be like, oh my God. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes it does. I mean, look at the look at the SEC championship game then the playoff game last year. Georgia got their ass kicked, ass kicked by Alabama. And then Georgia did the thing, right? Yeah. Like, that's the way it works out sometimes. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. We'll roll with it. We're rolling with Ohio State. All right. Any other random chicanery? Mm, no. I don't have much. I don't know much either. If you're sick, stay at home. Please don't get other people sick. I'm glad you're <laughs> feeling my... better. Yeah, thanks. Um, nothing crazy. I, I'm excited. Any, any big New I, Year's I, plans besides <laughs> cover college football? <laughs> I hate I'm going to have Eve. these TVs. I've always hated New Year's Eve. Um, I think it's the worst. Which is actually why I, I kind of like working. Me too. On it. Um, I love the excuse, like, sorry, I have to work. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to be no. in a place where I have to get home after drinking. I don't want to. I'd rather stay home and drink and watch football. I, I will pour myself a little couple of glasses of wine watching that game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm, you know me. I can write through anything. Just very calm in the basement. Um, But, yeah, so the game starts at, like, 7, right? So, like, I'm hoping at to be done by five. New Year's Eve. I don't. I don't really care though. It, it, I've been the one of the first years. I've told this story. I told it to you, like getting sh- served champagne. Yeah. Um. In the in the media room, media and room. it was like it was so strange. And a random reporter, like next to me in the press box, he's like, "Happy New Year, man." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah, that's, that's right." The most Happy crazy New Year, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> also, like, wow. I do have to say, my brother referred when I like say, "Oh, I was on the phone with Kramer," I'd be like, "Cranebone." So he calls you Cranebone now. See, it sits. I saw I got a text message during during this pod from somebody who said Bone asking me about a pick for later in the day. We gotta get gambling. We got five five games as the day we record this. We got five games. We got the mail bowl. And we leave in one week. I know. Oh my god. I didn't even That's slightly exactly a week. Hopefully we get our hopefully our flights are good. Dude, I cannot. Had flight canceled this um, week. Very weird. Just. I, um, be, you know, here's my last. Folks, a lot of people already do this. Be nice to people in customer service. Oh my God. They don't, they're not canceling your flight. I, uh, I know it's horrible. Like the travel stuff. And in general, that's, you think they want to be delivering shit news to you? No. And also it's like, it's also not like they're also being basically screwed over by Southwest too. Like Southwest those employees should not be working the hours they're working and doing the things they're doing, but some of them are being really kind to those who are, are misplaced during this time. And it's really tough. Um, but yeah, I, the videos of people like screaming at, oh at um, the people at the f- desks just makes me want to crawl in a hole because it's terrible. It Don't is yell terrible. At people. Be, be, ni- be nice to people. Be nice it can be to hard. People. 
in the most frustrating moments. It can be very hard. You want to lash out at somebody. It's it, it's I get it, but these ain't the people. Um, goddamn, that's Southwest. a great point. Jesus, I get it together. Get it together. I'm sorry. It sucks. I'm sorry to everybody. People, I'm like on Twitter and Instagram. People are driving like 20 hours just to like. Yeah, I'm glad that crap. my flight was like a very frivolous type of trip. It wasn't like a, I was going to see my family for Christmas type of deal. So having a canceled flight wasn't terrible. But what was funny is my return flight was also canceled. So it was like that Jeez. flight was canceled there, and then the return one a few days later was was Were also. Were you flying oh, it was Southwest? Yeah. Because L.A. and because um, Oakland to L.A. is like nothing. It's like boop. Oh, man. Which is so nice because normally I have to travel and make pit stops in different places or go to the San Francisco airport to fly direct to where we usually have to go. Yeah, so championship is just like a little. Um, hop, skipping away. Yeah. Hop, skipping a jump Yeah, away. not me. I got a, I got a, I got a Do you have a connecting flight? flight? No, I got a direct. Direct. I think you and David Kenyon are on the same flight. I think we are, which will be good. So I get in at a reasonable hour. Yeah, we should talk pod plans too. So we're we will do a normal, normal, whatever is normal pod. Yeah, next we'll week. do a, a Thursday episode next week, and then um, we're off to the title game on Friday. And well, we got media media days Saturday. Fuck man, it's a lot. It's fun. It's back it's at a it. Lot. <laughs> yeah, back I, at it. Uh, I look forward to it, though. So, all right. Well, we are going to go enjoy the games yes. uh, and rest up and get ourselves in play, uh, in, in playing shape for the in home stretch. Mode. That's the sad. It's so weird seeing feel, so few games left. That's the only part that is like, damn it. It's hard to do. But I am excited. I hope everybody has enjoyed the games. Have a wonderful, yes. safe New Year's. Yes, yeah, uh, safe, please. Are, Don't drink and drive. Real quick. Are you... Champagne, your thoughts? Are you pro or? Oh, I love champagne. Pro champagne. Champagne doesn't. Champagne doesn't totally love me, but I love champagne. No, same here. But if I do champagne, it's I have to stay with champagne. That... Oh, it gives me a crippling it. hangover. It's like my kryptonite. I do like it though, but like no champagne tomorrow. Like no, yeah, exactly. I'll have All champagne right. maybe to end the night to toast the night, but other than that, we're good. That's exactly it. Like a little half glass of like. Uh, yeah, one of those. Okay, well with that, cheers. We'll talk to you guys next week.